This week, we answer more of life's tough questions, like, what would you do to get abused 5% less? And, how young is too young to pole dance? You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report. Hello, and welcome to the Fake Outrage Report, the podcast where we decide for the entire human race, and some would say beyond, and by some I mean us, uh, how everyone should feel. Uh, we believe all the world should share the same opinion, ours. Uh, I am Sandeep Sen, as with, and with me as always, the godfather of the podcast, Phil Causey. Yes, hello everyone. We are soon expanding, hopefully, to outer space, so our outrage opinions will also count for extraterrestrial beings. Well, aren't... If people have downloaded you said human race, if people have downloaded our podcast, it's it's in the 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 waves have gone through to the satellites. That is true. That so is we're true. being broadcast into the. Yeah. You know, it's like that movie Contact with uh, that Carl Sagan wrote. Um, I've never seen that. And with, it was with Matthew McConaughey. This is going to be some other reference. And Jodie Foster. This is going to be some other like pre- You know Matthew McConaughey. I know who he is, yeah. He's your he's your soulmate of all movie stars, I think. He's, uh, he's no, the what one makes you that say you would, that? You know? That's interesting. What, what makes you say that? <laughs> you know, you're white. You have, you, you, you have good bodies. <laughs> wow, <laughs> because there's no other white guys in movies who work out. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I oh, can't man. act that well. You know, maybe not. I can't act that well. <laughs> um, so, Sandy, you know, I just want to say one thing. I was late to my own podcast today, and I apologize to you, and I apologize to our guest. And I also want to say it was extra pathetic because I was running late, so I called an Uber. And then my Uber, while traveling through uh, Williamsburg, which is, of course, where you live, Sandeep, we got stuck behind a bus. But it wasn't just any bus. It was the bus that I would have taken to get down here anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. So, like, it would have been just as fast <laughs> if I just took the bus. <laughs> That's great. And so, yeah, that was a little pathetic kind of moment I had on the way here. And I'm fresh out of bed, and it's like 2 in the afternoon. So that's I've got no excuses today, to be honest with you. Well, anyway, we have cookies from this morning. Yeah, and you did feed me a cookie, which was amazing. Thank uh, you. Our guest, the third voice you hear, is Alice Chan. Hi, everyone. I'm Hello. Alice Chan. Um, Alice, uh, who listened to some of our podcasts before coming on, you know, understand us. And she asked us if uh, we we speed up the podcast, our speaking voice. Nope, we just talk this fast. Yeah, I know. This has always been a weakness of mine. I talk too fast. And all the books that talk about confidence and how to have charisma say you should talk slowly. And you come off as just more powerful as a man. I believe that. Um, People and, oftentimes who don't know me ask if I'm on cocaine. It, it mm -hmm. honestly, it just is what it is, man. And I try when I'm doing this show to do be like a little bit more radio-y, but I know I still talk like turbo fucking fast. Yeah, no. I often read like self-help books or books of like what you should do, and I'm often mm -hmm. like, oh, I don't do any of this. This is why <laughs> I am where I am. Like, I, it's just it's this book of oh yeah, I don't do this, I don't do this either. Oh yeah, I definitely do that that you're not supposed to do. And, Honestly, uh, when I when I um, downloaded your podcast and I was listening to it, I was like, wow, how do they speed it out without sounding like chipmunks? <laughs> and I really thought like you guys were like so technically advanced. And I was like, I need to figure out how they do that. Because you guys actually, to me, you guys sounded smarter because you were talking so fast. Oh, there I'm you go. I'm a slow talker and I'm not that confident. So that's... But you hide the lack of is? confidence by talking slow, maybe. According to the books, and I don't know. Was our, did you find find our? Did you feel like our guests were talking fast? No, I again. I was like, how do they do that? Yeah, they're technically they, it's, they're able to they, speed themselves they, up. Yeah, but then their guests were was talking. The, like, yeah, the trick is just like low self esteem. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna have to 
um, get better self-esteem and lower speed. You know what helps with, with our self-esteem listeners is five-star reviews on iTunes. Yeah, so if you're more <laughs> yeah, confident, right. you guys will bring you your speed back down to normal pace. All right. So, uh, Sandeep, we're gonna take, we always take a minute to meet our guest. What right. does our guest have going on? Are you going to ask Alice her? Alice runs the BYOB comedy show, Bring Your Own Baby. Yeah. Yes, a monthly show on Thursdays, am it's I right? It's a monthly show every second Thursday in the morning. Some comedians think it's 10.30 p.m. It's in the morning. Yes. And Wait, really? Yeah, man. I'm actually off on Thursdays, but I don't get up that early. I would totally go hang out, but I, I hate Do babies. Do my show. Just jog over. Okay. <laughs> Are there uh, is there limits to what you can say, or the baby's too young to get the sex the, ba- the newborns and babies don't really get it, and the adults crave adult content. Okay. But I don't like to book people who purely do dick jokes. Oh, okay. Well, I mean... You Phil, you have one. to write a whole new 10 minutes. Yeah, it's going to be... Uh... <laughs> No, you know what? Actually, I've got a couple of bits that might actually go well at that. Ten thirty a.m. What, what, what neighborhood? Every second Thursday. What neighborhood? Your favorite one. Greenpoint. Oh, I live. You know what? The block. I, I'm in. Yeah, on we'll, Franklin and. We'll talk after. I'll, I will be late because I wake up super fucking late. I'm pathetic, but oh, no, we'll, okay. it'll be great. A lot of comics wake up late because you guys are out late at night. Yeah. So ten thirty is like perfect for you. I, 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 I mean, love it's. It. I'll grab a bagel and walk on yeah, over. You wake up at ten. <laughs> but you don't have to even grab a bagel because you know why? I serve cookies. Oh, my. Okay. You know what? This So it's at sec- every second Thursday of the month? Yeah. In Greenpoint. But you should just come for the cookies. But do some of the cookies not have chocolate? Yes. That's a good question. That's okay. a very good question. They ha- I have peanut butter cookies. Okay. Oh, I'm Sometimes it's peanut butter gluten-free. chocolate chip. No, I don't do sure that. it's just peanut butter? Just peanut butter, okay. gluten-free. And then I have chocolate chip vegan. Okay. Well, the reason why he asked is he asked sort of on my behalf and thank you, Sandy. I'm yes. allergic to chocolate, so Shut that's up. a fun little fact. What? Factoid. Yeah, that's a yes. real, Did totally true fact. I ate no oatmeal raisin. He also cookie. hates puppies and rainbows. Yeah. Wait, you are allergic to chocolate chip? Y- or chocolate? Well, chocolate in most forms, yes, but in chip form. That's why I got the oatmeal raisin cookie. Yeah. But you can eat peanut butter. Yes. Okay, I'll just I'll get peanut butter just for you. Or you know what? I might get bagels next time. Get what you were gonna get. Normally, I'll eat around it. How I, about donuts? My whole life. <laughs> yes, there's chocolate like, in some donuts. donuts. My whole life I've been dealing with this. So it, oh it's, God, so it, you know what's funny? I always get more sympathy than like, if like if Sonny told you he had cancer right now, you'd be like, oh, that sucks. But I can't eat chocolate. And you're like, oh, my we'll God. We'll a fundraiser for Sonny, but let's go back you to You can't have time. any Boston cream or Oreos ever? Oh, my God. Are you going to be okay? Like that's. Wait, <laughs> you've never had chocolate? I did when I was a kid, but this, this is a story behind it, is that I was... Um, uh, I was like 10 or 11 and I was getting these like horrible headaches like every, every, yeah. every night. And my doctor's like, try not eating chocolate. And then I tried not eating chocolate and they went away instantly. So basically, yeah, I, I, I was getting like these like horrible migraine headaches and cause it's like somewhere yeah. in my body don't but like chocolate. But you don't stop breathing and you don't get hives. No, I just get, I can't look at lights can't. or I'll be, it'll be like, oh have you tried it since to try to re-engage? Yeah. I don't want to. Why <laughs> don't you choose? This is happening when but you're 10 not, years old. This could totally yeah. be changed now. You know, you can grow out of allergies. There are certain. Uh, I don't want to tempt fate because, like, that would be. What? Si- just have the, have a half a Do cookie it. here. This is a perfect. Uh, I, you have a doctor we have in the a house. Half a cookie here. I I will not. Uh, maybe after the show. Maybe. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about it. But I appreciate yeah. all of your concerns. <laughs> so so the, I didn't know you didn't re-challenge this after yeah. 20 years. Dude, headaches hurt. Like, why would I? Why would I? Here's the but thing. But you can still breathe. Like, it's not like. Yeah, no, it's not like a hives yeah, or a breakout. Yeah. No, it's just. So here's Bad the thing. Like, 
I know that if I don't eat chocolate, I won't get a migraine headache. So, like, that's the control group. So, it's like, why test that? And be like, well, I could eat this delicious. Do you drink? Because you test it so you yeah, can too much. have one of the best substances in the world, chocolate. That's why okay. you test it. But when you, you drink, enjoy, do you get... Enjoy like, a goddamn Oreo negative, once in a while. Negative after effects? Like, Oh, yeah. I get hungover like everybody else because I drink too much. Okay. But, so, you know that if you don't drink, you won't get a hangover. Yeah, but drinking... So drink. Wonderful drinking analogy. Is Here's a thing. Love it. Okay. <laughs> I've never gotten laid via a fucking whoopie pie or a Samoa cookie. Oh, yeah, okay. you would. <laughs> Have you ever given a woman some chocolate? I've never shown up at a girl's place with a, with a box of Oreos and, and, and one thing led to another. Okay? You, 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 because you've never done it. That's because you've never done it. Man, one me, thing would definitely lead to another. You should do it tonight. If I showed up at a girl's house with, yeah. with, 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 with some type of chocolates or something, you got laid. a lot of women would, would... Some women would think it's nice, but other women I feel like would get offended. Wouldn't they? They're like, no. oh, what, you think I'm fucking fat, don't you? Bring no. me fucking chocolate. No, no. You, you think they're fucking skinny. That's why you're bringing them chocolate. Yeah. Oh, you're and they'll be like, reverse? oh my God, you think I need it? Like, yeah, you Love do. You. you need to eat this chocolate. Yeah. yeah. You should do it. I can't have any, though, so I have the whole box And then yourself. you can have some of my <laughs> white chocolate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So bring in your own babysitter shows. Anything else you're working on creatively right now? Uh, creatively? Uh, no, I'm just working on some memes that make fun of my family on MomCom. Yes. Yes. So if your you Instagram want. account is called MomCom. It is. And you have memes that you make making fun of your family. Yeah. 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 You know, so people, and most people would find you at MomCom. MomCom on Instagram. NYC on Instagram. I like that because a lot of people who who are not married and don't have kids, myself included, yeah. sometimes like our friends who are in that that position in yeah. life, they they sometimes like to spin it with a very negative connotation, like, oh, it sucks, you know, kids, marriage, it's stressful. So I like that you find a way to derive humor from it and don't yeah. take yourself seriously. And it, I, that's really cool, actually. I'm yeah. big. Yeah, it's draining and it's hard and it's challenging. But um, I think like with any situation, you just make fun of it. Like you guys are comics. You guys yes. make fun of yourselves and it's fun. It's funny. It's not like I'm, you know, on the Instagram saying, I hate my husband. I just yeah. fun of our sex. Life. I know people who are like right. that, and I think anyone who's in a family, yeah. you know, they they love humor that's directed yeah. to, to their situation. And so. it's not all true. Like some people are like, "Oh my gosh, this poor girl, she's going through this." I'm like, it's actually not all true. Speaking right, of family funny. and having kids, Sandeep, I do believe it's time to get into some outrage. Indeed, <laughs> uh, this story comes to us from Australia where they took down under to a whole new level when a pole dancing studio in Melbourne offered classes for children as young as 10. (laughs) And uh, an online advocacy group called Collective Shout, which campaigns against the sexualization of girls, said the classes were (laughs) problematic as pole dancing has a longstanding association with the sex industry. Mm. I like how they they said it so nicely. Yeah. (laughs) uh, This pole dancing, I mean, it's maybe a good idea, but, you know, I can't help but notice that they're Happens to be some connotation with the pole dancing to the uh, <laughs> sex industry, if you will. See, this was inevitable when they they released this workout routine about 10 years ago called the Flirty Girl. Do you guys remember this? No. Where it was, you know, those like home workout videos yep. you see on TV at night, like the call, you know, two oh. easy payments of 20 bucks, whatever. And you there buy was your this own one pole? called the Flirty Girl, where yeah. I swear to God, it was a pole dancing workout video. And it's one of those things where it's like when, when, when you tried to sell that to women as a fitness routine, you knew it was eventually going to get down to children eventually. Right. Cause you know? Kids would find the pole in the living room. There's a place on 14th Street called Body and Pole in New York City. Yeah. And uh, 
We're not sponsored by them or associated with them. So if we say anything offensive, that's the opinions are only mine and not theirs for legal reasons. Um, but yeah, it's it's just, it's a fitness place where you go and you you can for legal reasons. <laughs> what are you talking? about? Well, in case he says anything, we're not a real company. <laughs> in case we have, have you any dealt type with of legal issues from t- Dude, from our podcast, not from our po- not yet, but I feel like one day we will. About a okay. this letter. I have a really important question though. Um, yes. Have you guys ever tried pole dancing? Have you taken a class? No, but I've gotten drunk, and there's bars where you can just get up on poles, and it's hard as it's fuck. It's hard, right? It's really hard. Like yeah. you've seen ladies who wrap one leg around and they twirl, and you're like, "Oh, I can do that." It's, it's not very that difficult. easy. Right? No, I, I, I mean, I've done CrossFit where you do sometimes you do gymnastic stuff, yeah. and I, you know, I mean, it, I'm totally it, useless. it really tests your endurance and flexibility and strength. Yeah, like, that's hard shit. Yeah, it's so much like you're. It's so it's so gymnasticsy where you have to totally. just do all sorts of body control. Yeah, with, um, and it's not like, I mean, people associate pole dancing with like, I mean, they strippers say yeah, it, strippers. strippers. But if you, but you can maybe call it something else. But I think you can, if you don't dance all like sexy and you don't give someone a boner, I think that's totally. Well, that's, hey, that's exactly the word That here. should be the test. If anyone's right. getting boners <laughs> then from what you're should, doing, yeah. it's You've too seen, sexual. Yeah. Like, so like, you should have, like, they should have this kid's class, but yeah. then they should ha- have pedophiles, like, sit in the audience. <laughs> and then if anyone gets a boner, that move was too sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Dial it down. <laughs> I think we've discovered the secret. That, that, that's the like, that's And the you solution. don't have to strip on the pole. Like, you would get yes, that would definitely. I mean, you don't have to on your skin. Like, pe- just put a pole there and then do your acrobatic stuff on the pole. It's it's a good workout, but you don't need to do it to sexy music. You don't have to give anyone. You shouldn't be giving anyone boners. Mm-hmm. And don't you don't strip. have to. You don't have to do it to sexy music or strip. But like, I mean, you know, I like how we've gone full you. circle to like you know how they the the problem is like. It, when um, society like tries to restrict women's clothes and have a dress code because then men get boners and then <laughs> and then then they're always like, well, it's not our it, it's their problem. They have to control their bodies and you don't blame don't the women and skirts. that's the whole thing. And now you're going back full circle. You're like, well, if you give them if the well, kids are giving them the boners, it's the it's what, the dance's no, fault. I, <laughs> well, what, what was that kid wearing while it was dancing on the pole? <laughs> what was it wearing? Well, I think like like did you see that? Um, that mom of three on America's Got Talent. Uh, Are you talking it, about Australia's Got Talent? Yeah, Australia's Got Talent. No, but they referenced uh, that her in the yeah. article. So no, I but I feel like I should know. Are you talking about Christy Sellers? Yes, I watched her 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 set, and it's totally not sexual. And okay. She uses a pole. She does all these amazing acrobat like type of movements. That I mean, she trained six months for it. Yeah. So after three babies. Wow. What if I got a boner from it? Because then that would be it was too sexual, right? <laughs> that would mean like, yeah, we'll be the judge of whether it's sexual or not. Yeah, it's our penis. Yeah, we'll be the judge. Yeah, that's sort of how so, it is. So you know what, Alice? All your points are are said pretty verbatim by um, Melissa Comb, the uh, dance studio owner, who said, "quote I think the main reason we're being criticized is because people are misinformed." Um, they don't make associate the kids don't make these associations. It's the adults that make the associations. And she's like, the the classes don't sexualize uh, minors, and they're more akin to gymnastics or aerobics. And and, and, this, let's, and don't call it pole dancing. Call it gymnastics. And there's a pole. Yeah, that's what the owner said too. Like maybe yeah. we shouldn't have called it pole dancing. 
Um, Maybe you shouldn't have. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> um, So she advertises class. They had to take the the advertisement down two hours after it was put up because of violent and Whoa. threatening and crude messages. Yeah. That might be a fake outrage report record. Two hours. Yeah, that's legit. No. That's real time. Yeah. Like, People uh, in Australia really do hate pole dancing, apparently. But she said we only start offer the classes after we got requests from parents themselves. And one mother whose daughter was featured in the advertisement said her daughter wanted to do the pole dancing after seeing Christy Sellers' winning performance on Australia's <laughs> Got Talent. Ah. It's very inspiring. Like You should watch it. It depends also which parents are the ones requesting this, because that could be problematic as well. <laughs> what do you mean? It could be You know exactly person. what I mean. No, it... They could be, uh, be like, you know, I just, I, I really want to see that girl dance on a pole. I know she's 11, but you, you're you saying mean, which parents? I like, like yeah. their parents. That's good. They're only their kids. I'm seeing other I think people's it's parents. It's trouble if you're not, if you're not a parent, you're just walking yeah. in like, Hey, yeah, can you I mean. have uh, can you start teaching pole dancing yeah. to kids? <laughs> <laughs> oh, why? Do you have a daughter? No, no. I just, I just hang out at the playground every day. Uh, and uh, when I, when I was sitting here at the playground, watching them on the, on the swing set, I'm like, Oh man, those thighs would be great in the pole. That's how that definitely how that goes. Also, too, here's another devil's advocate question: What if one of these young uh, children, in eight or seven years or something, grows up to be a stripper? She will have started her job training quite young, and she will be the best stripper in the world. After she have six years of fucking uh, a head start in all the other strippers. Yeah, you know they're always saying like with the um. Uh, with the democratic debates, like you know, we shouldn't be giving scholarships to the four-year colleges. You're just not focused on them, but like trade schools, you know. So now this could be covered by the government subsidies. If, uh, Th- that's a bit of a stretch, but uh, you know what? I'm for it. <laughs> we need we need it's to start school. training our exotic dancers young. That'd be great. Um, I think they probably a lot of the pole dancers probably did take gymnastics, right? I'm guessing. I have no idea. I don't know. I mean, you go to these strip clubs and they are doing some crazy shit on the poles. Like you're like, holy fuck. That's like, we got to ask Christy next time I, I I run into her. I'll, I'll ask her that. Yeah. But she is constantly working out to be Christy or uh, Monroe. Monroe, You know what? They just changed the name to pole crabats, like pole acrobats, but pole crabats. Uh, crabats. I'm taking a pole crabat class, dad. That sounds fine. But, you don't say, I'm taking a pole dancing class, dad. Yeah, I'm yeah. taking my daughter to her pole dancing class. She's doing a pole crabat class. That's <laughs> awesome, Ted. Yeah. Ted would be into it. <laughs> Ted also like, probably has to it. register on some websites, but that's a whole different conversation. Uh, all right, so as far as the outrage verdict goes on this one, I, I, I'm very torn on this one. How, how do you feel about this one? I think it's, I, okay, it's stupid. You shouldn't be offering pole classes to 10 year olds what <laughs> wait you're saying it's legit outrage yeah well that threw me because for a loop he, your whole all your words because, to, uh, you up until what? that sentence seem to be supporting the opposite all that's true um but in the beginning of the podcast i said i wasn't that smart so i can <laughs> so you're going against your own arguments because you're like well they must not be smart because i'm wait, making okay them. so first of all um there's nothing wrong with doing acrobats on the pole. I think in like, if you go look back in history, the Chinese and the Indians actually practice on poles. Like acrobat moves that, that were not sexual. What class were you taking sexual- in high school? <laughs> <laughs> Forget the industrial they, revolution. They Let's go to that. like acrobatic moves on the pole. And then, in, and then like Americans sexualized it and thought, hey, wouldn't it be cool to dance around it and take off their clothes? 
and mm. call it pole dancing. And now this is why the parents are being outraged because they're so. Wait, 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 wait. This story is from Australia, though. Yes. Right. So Americans have nothing, nothing to do with that. Well, Americans yeah, sexualized white. it. Then the Australians probably came to America to a strip club and said, we're going to bring they, they this literally back came to, Australia. to America. Yeah. In, in, so in they America. brought it back and to Australia and then they start having strip sh- They're like, hey, you know, that business model, that might work anywhere. Do you think men might like scantily clad women dancing on poles in other countries? I, I maybe. think if you're fully clothed and you're not dancing to music on a pole, okay, and you change the name from pole dancing to pole cravats, it wipes out all the sexual connotation to it. Oh, and so then, your issue with this is, is, isn't in the action of the the fitness training on a pole. It's in the marketing of it. Yeah, and this, <laughs> like the naming of it, right? Yeah, the marketing aspect of it. Because I think why why adults are being outrageous because they're associating that with what they've seen at the strip clubs. But what they're teaching, probably, I don't know. I've never been in that class for the 10-year-olds. I hope they're not teaching, like, strip moves. Well, the, the, the teacher said, yeah, it's not, it's not a sexual class, and they're just doing they're, acrobatics I mean, it stuff. should be like, hang on to the pole and try to lift your legs up and hold that move. But yeah. there should not be any twirling, like no leg twirling and flipping of the hair. Yes, any, anything, any boner-inducing activity. <laughs> yeah, we, we've been over that. Well, but, but you're saying it's legit outrage, but even though they're doing the... the but they're doing the thing. <laughs> I think the adults can be legitimately outraged. Okay. Even though it's the, okay, but you said it's their association. It's not what's really happening. They should have marketed it better and called it pole cravats. Um, you know, I was going to rule real outrage, like when I first read the headline. But when I read yeah. the story, the the dance studios, um. Uh, the head of the dance studio and um, uh, Alice's arguments changed me to to fake outrage. Oh, so, really? <laughs> yeah, they didn't change you to the fake outrage, but they I'm changed my view. I, I think I'm more confused than ever now. Okay, yeah, I agree. When the headline, when I read the headline, I was like, "Fuck this shit! Kids should not be on the pole." I thought right. it was hilarious. <laughs> right. But then they, I, it is, it is the association we make, and they're just yeah. doing acrobatics on the pole, and that doesn't have to be sexualized. So then I, then I, your the arguments, kids, yeah, the kids aren't stripping; they're not right for clothes, as far as we know. They're actually holding poses on the pole, which is really hard. They're not twirling. Yeah, and it's quite. It does take a lot of fitness, and it's really a, a workout yeah. class. I'm going to go legit outraged because I don't want children anywhere near the poles. Not because it sexualizes oh, them, but for two reasons. One, because these children are not of age to make conscious decisions about what they look like. And there's a good chance that like one of these girls or guys mm-hmm. is going to go to their parent in 10, 15 years and be like, uh, Hey, Dad, what the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> Taking me to a fucking pole dancing class when I was 11 years old? You're insane. The other reason why is because uh, let's say hypothetically Phil's trying to creep on some women and he wants to go to a pole dancing class just to watch in the corner. I don't want to see children. I want to see women my own age there. So, yeah. So, so don't you're, do you're, you're legitimately dance. outraged on behalf of yourself. Yes. Yeah. Sneaking into... <laughs> Not sneaking in. A pole dancing class that you weren't allowed Not into. In. And now it, you're seeing children. I think, Phil, you're outraged because it ruins it for you. Because now you're going to, when yeah. you go to a strip club, you're going to be like, oh, fuck, I can't get this eight-year-old out of my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's, and then uh, who's the thing, though, is that this is step number one, right? And who's to say that, that this doesn't evolve? 
Okay, and they oh, it might evolve. At least then the quality of the dancing in the strip clubs will be increased. And then they'll have like a like a, like a substitute teacher at pole dancing class one day, and they'll add strip moves, and then we'll. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I, I like don't... Ted comes in to pick the class. He goes, "Sorry, Mel, Mel is not here, and I'm gonna <laughs> Look, take over." Yeah, see, so the thing is, we, we have we have age limits for yeah. you know for for going to strip clubs. We have uh, age limits for tobacco and driving and all these other things. Pole dancing, I feel like it's one of those things, or maybe people should be, let's say, at least 16 to maybe do. I, I don't know. It, but it's even very... if it helps you increase your strength and your endurance, then your there are other activities you can do that don't involve pole dancing. Wait, why are you arguing with him? You guys have the same. <laughs> Conclusion, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like she agrees with you. She just doesn't want to say it out loud. All right. I'm, I'm still like in the gray. Also, oh, you're for, in the gray. Okay. also okay. for the record, I've never snuck into a pole dancing theater. However, it would be pretty awesome if I did. I, I, I think you'd like, be noticed. No, but I feel like let's say we didn't have any strip clubs. I think we would be fine with it. But because yes. we have strip clubs, we're associating like what we've seen, and we're now like, oh my god, these kids are going to be doing those same moves. It's too sexual. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we let people take gymnastics, but clearly gymnastics is very sexual too. They're doing the splits and uh, yeah. the pommel horse. I mean, come on. Yeah. Who hasn't fantasized about being the pommel? And, uh, <laughs> no, you most non pedophiles. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I always used to think about this too. Like, when you ever watch like the Olympics, those girls are like 13 and shit and like 15. Like figure skating? Well, no, for gymnastics. Oh, gymnastics. And I always thought it was super crazy that they're yeah. just, like, putting this on TV. Because, like, you know yeah. there's, like, weird fucking dudes who are just home just rubbing one out yeah. to this. Like, oh, yeah. fuck yeah. It's the Olympics. Yeah. Yes. Because you get these old 13-year-old Chinese girls wearing yeah. sequins dancing around. Yeah. Have you seen a, have you seen a good makeup? beach volleyball game? Oh, my God. Oh, like the Brazilian beach. Front. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. I'm into yeah. that. But they're at least of age. So, yeah. You're, yeah, you're not, they're, not they're, like, yeah, they're, like, to Phil's point, like, they're, like, these... 10, 11 year olds, and sometimes they you know, they fake their age, so they're actually nine. These Chinese girls are nine, but they say they're 13. I wonder what percentage they have makeup on. Yeah, I, and I wonder what percentage of Olympics viewership is just weird, fucking creepy ass dudes <laughs> for like, gymnastics. A lot. I mean, look at uh, look at the gymnastics instructors. <laughs> you know how many have been like. Dude, did no. you not to change the subject and go too crazy? But did you read the full Larry Nasser like story? No. Holy fuck, that is the scariest thing I've ever read in my In, life. The, like in which, which in which uh that's publication. the guy that, that i forgot which publication it was but it was like this super super long okay. like and you read like what he did and how he did it and you're like oh my god this guy was like a fucking creep show mastermind you know speaking of abusing women we're gonna move on to the next story now <laughs> well done <laughs> i'm two for two on segues today sandeep and by the way just for the record listeners this is twice in the last month that I've done a story about woman beating. Really? <laughs> I don't go out of my way to find these stories. <laughs> okay? That's not like a thing. Just for whatever reason, that, that's what comes across my uh, when, when we're searching for stories, and those are the ones that I've chosen. Maybe the search terms woman beating <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. has, led to, has led to all these stories. You know, it's true. Sometimes Perhaps I, that we shouldn't put that in Sometimes there. I mix up the uh, podcast story searches with my porn searches. <laughs> so uh, that's... <laughs> Just delete your cash every morning. Just throw my computer out the fucking window. Anyway, so this story, we're going to do a fully international episode today because you did Australia. I'm doing the UK. Where uh, Actually, I think this lady's from the UK. I'm not actually sure, but it was from a UK publication. She's a Christian lady, so it might be anywhere. It might be from the South. Who knows? This story is from the internet mostly. Uh, Where a popular Christian blogger named Lori Alexander tweeted out from her account last week. From her account that's called The Transformed Wife... That's the name of the account. I'm going to read the whole tweet for you. 
just because it's uh, a little long, but it's worth it. Tweet said, quote, A wife has a much greater chance of being abused if she is quarrelsome, contentious, and abusive towards her husband, rather than if she is kind, loving, and submissive. God's ways are for our good, not for our harm, unquote. And as you can imagine, people got a little upset about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's your initial reaction to that as a woman and a wife? Uh, I want to know if she's been beaten. <laughs> like, where's this coming from? I'm kind, uh, but I could be like a total bitch sometimes. Mm-hmm. But uh, shouldn't it depend on the guy you marry? Because my I can be whatever. My husband will never beat me. I know for a fact. Even if I started like hitting him, he wouldn't beat me. So it's what if you what if you like started burning your kids? Oh shit! Like he would wow. take the kids away from me, but he wouldn't beat. That me. took a dark turn, real yeah, quick. He, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he, he would, would never beat her. Yeah, he would push me away. What if you took the kids to pole dancing class? <laughs> <laughs> as long as Ted's not teaching that, I think. It's um, isn't this isn't this just an accurate statement though? <laughs> isn't, it, isn't anyone? It doesn't anyone have a less chance of being beaten if they're if they're not quarrelsome and contentious? Uh, you know what? Mm, not no. saying that they should be. Some beaten, guys love to beat I, on uh, docile women. Okay, that is actually, definitely some. I think the, the abusive husbands will yeah. beat will beat their wives either way. But I feel yeah. like you could maybe do it five percent less. No, but here's the thing, yeah. though, is that. The, and actually, that's one of the responses. There are a lot of responses to this, and and one really, of them it caused said, some controversy. <laughs> this one, this statement. Here's the thing. All right, uh, there's a bunch of responses. I'll only read a couple of them. But one of the people that was responding to it said that submission isn't the cause of abuse; it's a sign of manipulation. And and I agree with that. And because the thing is, these kind of guys, they go looking for the type of woman who's yeah. willing to put up with that kind of shit. Yeah. They look for the weak target. So no, it, your to answer your question, no, Sandeep, that that is not uh, correct. I mean, you have the psychiatry degree. You should be the one telling us about this, right? Yeah. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that that the uh, the rate of abuse, the amount of incidents, might be less. Yeah. <laughs> given given like, given someone who's has a propensity to abuse their wives. Well, so, here the problem though is that that rate is uh, as long as it's above zero percent, <laughs> that's a bad bad rate. Right. Yeah. But she, but that wasn't. She didn't make it. She didn't make that statement in the in the, well, in every, the statement. Ever since I started becoming, John she wasn't Sa- saying. She wasn't saying some abuse is okay and be less. She was just saying, okay, let's say you're beating uh, your wife. Right? Yes, okay? and then she's like, "You fucking jerk! Are you gonna beat her more? Or what if she goes? Can I make you some dinner? Which response will elicit less of a beating? I would assume. That, well, I mean, okay, okay. In this hypothetical, in the I'm, middle of beating, I'm married her. and I'm a wife beater. Yeah, so you're in the middle. But of I would think the making dinner. It's like, okay, let me stop beating so you, you so you can make some make her dinner because I am hungry. Submissive. I have been burning all these calories with these right hooks. Uh, <laughs> yes. So uh, that's how that goes. Well, here, here's the thing though. Like you're saying, like, what if, what if he beats her less? That's like saying, like, you know. My husband used to beat me every night, but ever since I started becoming docile and submissive, he only does it five nights a week. Right? Yeah, that's still bad. But, but no, but it's, ten the, times it's still definitely bad. I'm just saying, yeah. in the quote of the cell, she's not. She didn't say beating is not bad. She just says she just makes us a, a very. <laughs> if you'd read nothing, nothing past it, she just make a very yeah. bland statement of if you're less quarrelsome, you will you might get beaten less. No. Not, but she's not saying yeah. some beating is okay. Uh, okay, fair enough, but that's not what this is about. The outrage right. is about the fact that you're victim blaming, right? Right, and that—that's what this is about. Yes. Um, and she's telling women to be submissive, and she's using that as a possible yeah. benefit. One of the other yeah. responses 
And this one's a little long, but I like this one, so I want to read this one too. Uh, someone said, Men are called to give up their lives for their wives and cherish them and to love them unconditionally. <laughs> Nowhere does it say, as long as their wives are loving and submissive. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Like, there's no scripture that fucking says, like, you know. And on that day, Jesus said, it's okay to beat your wife if she's being a bitch. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's not, that's, I don't think that's yeah, part of God's But that plan. quote also didn't make that much sense to me. Like, men are taught to love their wives, and there's no requirement of of the behavior yeah, of the wife, that's what conditionally means, which is which is true. But you do the wife should be loving back, and none of that, and none of that is saying anything about beatings. It's just saying men are taught to love their wives, but they should they should love them no matter what. It's like no, that but yeah, okay, but there has to be a loving relationship back. That that's a weird defense of this. This is the weirdest hill you've ever died on in this show. Can I just say that? Like, can you read? Can you read your <laughs> quote again? Just read your quote again. What, the, the, her tweet or the, the, the response from the, the response, person? The response. The, respond, the person said, Men are called to give up their lives for their wives and cherish them and to love them unconditionally. Nowhere does it say, as long as their wives are loving and submissive. See, isn't that weird? Take out submissive. Nowhere does it say they have to be loved back. Yeah. Uh, men, love them unconditionally and don't expect any love back, you assholes. It doesn't even say anything about it. It has nothing to do with beatings. <laughs> isn't that a right. weird quote? Well, I feel like isn't that a weird point they're well, making? No, the implication is if you love somebody, you're not going to be beating them. I, mean, I feel like that's one hundred and one. But that's not what's in the quotes. <laughs> the quote is the quote is saying, "Men, you have to love your wives unconditionally and don't expect anything back, assholes." <laughs> <laughs> it's like thank you. You know, like you know, you have like a a point, and then someone tries to make a point on your behalf, and then they just say something. You're like, okay, no, I I thank you for supporting the. Thing, but dad, can you not talk? Uh, yeah, I, I kind of understand what you're saying. <laughs> and one of my my favorite fucking responses is that somebody made like a Jesus meme where it was a picture oh, of Jesus and it just said, Jesus has left this conversation. That, that was the best response. <laughs> that was the best. Because this lady's yeah. like a hardcore Christian. And yeah. I, I love, I always love when, when a Christian says something crazy and you go, no, 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 no. That's like the opposite of what Jesus would have done yeah. or wanted. And in this case, I definitely uh, agree with that. Uh, Sandeep, are, are you ready to put a verdict on this, or are you going to keep well, she, continuing women beaters? She also defending st- women she said to respond to the thing. She also did say this other quote, which um, which she's like, "Wifely submission does not cause abuse," as it's many less, want to argue. Less of, a, of abuse. Yeah, she said she's not saying it causes it. Yeah, it's just like less of abuse if you are more. Submissive. And she's like, a man who is abusive will abuse whether or not she's submissive. So then she's kind of saying, "Look, I'm not saying." Be submissive to not get abused, as if just be submissive. Like, to I'm not be saying that less. I'm not. I'm not letting. Yeah. I'm not saying it's okay to abuse a wife yeah. if she's not submissive. Yeah. If she's being abused, she needs to seek protection, but then not tell others that submission causes abuse. So I think she's saying some stuff that people were arguing that were also saying. I think she's just saying uh, uh, if you want to protect yourself, and you don't want to get hit as much and as hard. Just be more submissive. Well, that's the what the first quote yeah. seemed to be saying. But yeah. then the, then she kind of backpedals. She kind of saying, "No, I'm not saying that if, if you're going to you will be if you're in an abusive relationship, you need to get help." I think she's saying that. But then See, this is yeah. one thing where and not to go directly political on the show, but this is one of those things where it's it's a clash of sort of conservative values with like modern feminist values cuz mm-hmm. like and this one thing I like about sort of the modern Feminists, because they they'll say some shit like, "Oh, if that guy doesn't treat you fucking good, fuck that motherfucker. You don't need no man. Men yeah. suck." And, and and this is a situation where 
the application of that, I think, makes more sense than to be like, well, hey, if you're in a shitty relationship, maybe you can adjust your behavior to make it slightly less shitty. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, fuck that. The goal should be to be with somebody who doesn't beat you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on yes. now. Then she also makes this as another quote, which I thought was not bad. She's like, some women have a tendency to label anyone that doesn't treat them the way they want to be treated as abusive. This isn't abuse. It's not getting your way. Don't minimize those who are truly being abused due to you not wanting to be your own way. And I think I some people kind of. start saying, like, I was emotionally abused in this relationship. They start creeping that into, like, actual physical abuse, and it's yeah. not the same thing. Uh, and that's more both ways. can be really hard, though. It can be, but I it's mean, like... I mean, that's equally abusive. That could be very, more damaging. Than the, again, the goal should be 0% abuse of any kind. Right, <laughs> but, then, but the, yeah. you start, you start, when you start saying emotional abuse is, like, the same as getting physically abused, it's... It's weird because then, you know, that's more of a two-way street. Mm, well, neither are good. Same. Like, you could be like, like every day I come home and you're like, you fucking piece of shit. Every second. I'd rather get punched in the stomach than hearing that. Yeah, in terms of efficiency, it, <laughs> coming home and, 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 and it, let's say, and I'm not, I'm not advocating any of this behavior, but I'm saying if, if some dude comes home and hits his wife, let's say twice. Yeah. Okay, or he texts her all day, calling her a you know fat cunt. Yeah. Gets home, starts screaming at her. Yeah. I mean, which one's worse? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, we can all we can, we we can create these scenarios that are really like yeah, I, you know. Whereas, well, what's worse if I just flick you on the nose with my finger or like call you a huge cunt every other sentence? I, I think but I think you're. Are you really like if you're in a relationship? Is it? Is one person just constantly abusing and the other person's just taking it and being like super well, nice? It's also yeah. easier to measure if it's physical abuse. Like, right, you can see clear. the bruise, right? And you're right. like, I, I, I got abused. But the, the whole like emotional abuse could be like a gradual thing and it could be very manipulative, like how the guy does it or a girl. But I mean, doesn't that's it, why I think it starts getting into two way streets a little easier. Whereas physically, it's really e- easy to be like, okay, you know, it, it's going to it's going to a physical level and it's very understandable. I see. That, that's you not mean, that you, there's a zero tolerance oh, I, for that. So I see what you're trying to say. But like, I don't emotion- like, well, yeah, you I called you a bitch, but then you also, you know. Yeah. Um, like emotional know, abuse can you also fuck my best be friend. Like, what about that? Yeah. You know? uh, so you could start with emotional abuse and then when it escalates, it becomes physical. So I could see yeah. why you're saying that they can't be as treated as equal. It's hard to it's hard to have people in like it's hard to separate people in a bad relationship. <laughs> Yeah. Who, who, yeah. who are terrible for each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we all know these couples that are just bad. Yeah. And everyone could just be like, everyone's emotionally abusing everyone yeah. all, all the time. And yeah. it's like, okay, yeah, then it's not the same. Yeah. Uh, and so you mentioned a second ago you have a, a zero tolerance uh, policy. I have also a zero tolerance. So for this one, I think this is pretty obvious. Got to go legit outrage. Definitely. You don't want to encourage anyone to stay in abusive relationships. So yeah. legit outrage in this one. You're, you're worth less than this one? 110% legit. Okay, definitely. I think, okay, she's... Um, okay, Sandy, this is, not the, <laughs> this is not the time for a rebuttal. She's this encouraging women to be submissive, which uh, there's legit outrage. That makes me more outrage. Right. I think that's the outrage. Yeah. Well, the, the, the thing is, again, it's what I said before. It's it's the, the whole ideology of, the, do you really want to stay in this relationship? It's yeah. she's saying you know? God is saying well, that yeah. women should be submissive. Well, I'm not saying that, and and, and I, like, I don't think she knows what God's saying. And you know, come on, like I know you guys aren't women, but women have. What? <laughs> I identify. Women you have worked really hard to get. Like to my this pronouns point. are her. Okay, and she. I'll have you know that gender is only a construct on this show. <laughs> and she's telling us to be silent, mm. silence your voice, so you won't get hurt. 
uh, we've come way too far to start going no, back to No, fuck that. Ancient Don't silence your voice. Silence that relationship. Okay? That's all I'm saying. Leave that relationship. Report that man. That's right. You don't need no man. All right. So uh, I'm assuming you're going legit outrage in this one, yeah. Sandeep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can, can you? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I took a piece of cookie. Apologize to editor Dan right now. Um, he's he's going to want his guy. No, we can leave this in. But this cookie is goddamn is really good. And it's chocolate filled. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so uh, now we get to the part of the show where we ask our guest. Is there anything you are currently outraged about here in the universe that you want to let some steam off on? Oh, um, how people feel about public breastfeeding. Specifically, what, what do you... To, uh, specifically to babies. <laughs> 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 well, no, so you, you're saying that uh, you don't like the uh, people who get offended at, yeah. at breastfeeding? I, uh, I, I get enraged when people are like, you should cover up or you should go to the bathroom if you want to feed your baby. Do people tell you that? No, I don't feed, breastfeed anymore. Yeah, but did people tell you that? Uh, no, but um, because I was always kind of like shy to breastfeed in public. Uh, but, you know, there's articles and there are like people who have told my friends or some stories I've heard where uh, even like employers are like, oh, can you do that in the back room? Or like some restaurants, I've heard people telling the women to leave. Mm-hmm. This, uh, how do you guys a, feel about like seeing a mom publicly breastfeeding? Here's the thing: it doesn't. I, I've I, honestly, in my lifetime, only seen it less than ten times. It's not yeah. something that I ever think about day yeah. to day. If someone's doing it, I'm like, oh, whatever. Because here's the thing: I hate crying babies more than I hate breastfeeding. And if yeah. that's what makes the baby yeah. stop crying, I'm all for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? The yeah. the, the reason, the, the argument, though, on the other half, though, and I kind of understand it is that like it, it's because a breast is genitalia is it not it's a so like it'd be kind of like me like whipping out my dick in public so i kind of yeah, understand you feed babies <laughs> he does a, uh do that's you, what he does at the pole dancing do classes you make, <laughs> after your name ted do you make milk out of your peanut? well I mean, it's milk like well it's it's the same color uh that's a sperm joke kids anyway here's the thing i I do think it's uh, seeing a breast is not as damaging as seeing a penis. Yeah. It's kind of um, like um, seeing a almond... penis is very damaging. Just you know, it's not. It's pretty. like what almond milk yeah, is to regular milk. Are not you know, penises pretty. are not good to look at. No, they're really how good looking. You are and how good looking your penis is. It's still ugly. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's... But boobs are beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say. Here's the thing. I'm I'm never really grossed out um, at at seeing someone breast. I, honestly, it, it's just not something that, again, I've probably seen it less than 10 times, and I've lived in New York City for a decade now. It's not like a major issue, and that's it, it, always, it was very, very curious to me when people were like, you know, it's fucking gross. Get that out of here. It's like, okay, I guess, but this is not something that, someone, that people deal with all the time. Mm. Even the women who are doing the breastfeeding only do it for, what, six months or eight yeah. months? I don't, I don't know the... Uh, some do it to like three years old. Oh shit! Okay, I yeah, I didn't. I, I guess I'm more exposed <laughs> to it because I'm a mom and I know mom friends, and some yeah. have done it like three months to three years. So what what specifically inspired or, or invoked this outrage in you? Did you have a bad uh, experience one time where someone said to you like, you know, where you got like kind of publicly shamed or something like? That's what a good brought question. this on? Yeah, I think it's everything I've seen on social media where a lot of um, moms are saying that they've experienced people who who 
who stare at them or who have said rude things to them because they're they're feeding their baby. So it's more about like what I've been reading that's happening to moms in public places and restaurants and mm, okay. in the office space. And we did a story a few months ago about breastfeeding the, on, on the airplane. Plane. Yeah. 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 Was there, was there someone who was upset about that? Someone got really mad at somebody else breastfeeding on a plane. Yeah. yeah I think I read that. Yeah. So we did a whole I, episode on it. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I've seen, I've read a lot of articles on like people getting upset seeing a woman whipping up their boob and feeding the baby. It's usually men. Sorry. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I've never been upset out. at any woman whipping up their boob for, <laughs> no, for whatever purpose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I don't know. It's just not something that. I don't know. The only thing is, is it, it maybe I'll ask you because you, obviously you're a mom and I'm not. Is that something you consider to be like a private moment between you and your baby? Like, is that uh, a thing or is it just like, fuck it, I got to feed the kid? Like, well, what's the. That's a that's a that's a good question. Yeah. But um, like, let's say you're like 12 and you're like, mom, I want a hamburger. I'm going to be like, well, this is a private moment between you and a hamburger. So you should go in the bathroom and eat it. Yeah. I like, mean, the baby's just eating lunch. So I don't think it's really. Yeah, that's a good way to think about it. I never thought of it that way. I, yeah, I don't know. Think of the baby's hungry. Um, you shouldn't feel like you need to hide the baby under like a sweatshirt just so people don't see your boob and feel uncomfortable. I think people feel uncomfortable because a boob could be very sexual to them. Isn't it uh, legal to go topless in New York City? Yeah. Yeah. So what's the goddamn problem, people? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, but I think it's not probably. In, if you're in a restaurant, you probably can't be topless if you feel like it. Oh, really? If you're in an establishment. Oh. Oh, yeah. It must be a sidewalk thing. I, oh, I, I, I have yeah. no idea. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, I refer to my original stance, which is, hey, if the baby's crying, make yeah. it stop. And yeah. if it involves you open your, your breast down in public, yeah. don't care. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's just not one of those things. I, I Again, I don't think about this hardly ever. And I, I wouldn't... It, it never registered to me. It's like, ew. Yeah. It's just like, oh, it's a fucking, that's a thing that's happening right there. You know, have a good time. It's well, I think that's a good gauge of like, of how normal you are. I mean, <laughs> well, I think you're a good wow. guy. For just, I don't, that one I don't hear very often. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe you're not that normal. I think you're a good guy. I mean, I think like people who think it's gross, it's like, dude, what happened to you when you were a child? Or like, what are you projecting? It's like a baby's crying and wants to eat. Like, it's just a boob. Yeah, we're, yes. we're, that is our official stance here on the show. We are pro boob. It's just a boob. It's <laughs> just. A, it is just a boob, and I think that's a good place to end uh, right there. Thank you all for listening. Um, as I said earlier, five star reviews do help a lot on the iTunes. You can email us, uh, email us your boobs at report <laughs> at gmail dot com. Um, wasn't there another one that I was supposed to? Oh yeah, fake outrage rep on Twitter. Fucking, I don't ever. Whatever. Anyway, yeah, it exists. Um, and you can follow online at uh, momcom nyc. Momcom nyc for parental memes, parental joke memes. But before we go, Sandeep Sen, any parting thoughts? I think the barometer of when the emotional abuse is too much is if it gives someone a boner. <laughs> and that's how we can. That's how we can tell. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.